0: Welcome to the One Chance Coaching Podcast. My name's Claire and I'm going to be chatting to you today. Please be aware that this is just my advice from me to you. I am not a doctor, though I do have a life coaching qualification. as a level three diploma and I'm working on my nutrition and health diploma as well. How exciting, right? Let me. I know. I'm just trying. And-
1: background, my washing machine. Everything. <laughs> oh, I'm going to try and make this look like you know. There's no, there's no, there's no way this is going to happen, Claire. Not in my house. It's all higgledy piggledy.
0: It's fine. It's so lovely to see you
1: looking gorgeous
0: you're looking gorgeous your fringe is growing out so fast now isn't it i
1: know i know i've put
0: on makeup for you i saw your t- i love how do you know this makes me laugh so much because i've put on makeup as well but we're quite happy to go on tiktok in our pajamas <laughs>
1: <laughs> with no makeup for no. mascara yesterday's mascara come down our face here literally I at sometimes at my tiktoks and i'm like Really?
0: I know. I'm exactly the same. I'm, like, literally, like, out on a dog walk, just covered in whatever, just going, I can't believe I'm actually... Or I'm literally just rolled out of bed. I'm like, morning.
1: (laughs) I can't get over how absolutely phenomenal you look.
0: Oh, bless you. You look bloody amazing. You're 20 20 down.
1: I am 20 down. I'm two weeks behind, though, because I should be 22 pound down because my goal is a pound a week, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but... But It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> right. Okay. We'll do the. I've got my coffee. You've got coffee. Look, we got our little almost matching mugs as well.
1: Oh, I'm looking for some headset. I want to look. I want to look professional like you. Will this do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can hear you loud and clear. Claire. Gen- Go ahead.
0: Fantastic. It's just so bizarre because, like, I used to do this all the time when I was in lockdown. I just spent my entire life on Zoom and I was doing podcasts and I was doing choir sessions with like 40 people all in little and making videos. And if you don't do it for a little while, you forget how to do it. It's just, I was like, I can't remember how to do it. Anyway, right, we're going to start. No, so no,
1: this is all new. Teach me.
0: Okay, well, there's nothing. We're just going to sit here and have a cup of coffee and a chat. I mean, how amazing! Yes. <laughs> and yes, I'd love, love to. It. I'd love to say that I spend loads of time editing these, but I don't. I, I will edit, obviously, if I say something particularly ridiculous. But most of the time, I
1: swear, fuck shit, bastard.
0: Yeah, no, it's fine. You can swear, swear as much as you like.
1: I've got such a sailor mouth. <laughs> me too. <laughs>
0: I think that's why we get on so well, Tina. <laughs> I have like no filter.
1: Like-minded creatures, yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. Well, we'll we'll give it a start, and I'll I'll probably edit this together into some sort of video or whatever. But we'll just I'm just recording the whole thing, and it's all being recorded on here, so we should get a fairly decent sort of video. It looks it looks good anyway. So, but we're just having a chat anyway. So, listen, Tina Teapot. First of all, yes, Claire. Where the hell did Tina Teapot come from? Because I'm curious
1: it was self-explanatory.
0: <laughs> is it the tea obsession? I am
1: the person who drinks so much tea forever. It came from about, I don't know, because I am of a certain age that is like 5, 5, 55. How the fuck did I get to 55? Anyways, since day dot, I've always been a Teapot because I think it started... Even in college when I was doing leisure and tourism in Norwich and my friends were like, Tina, you drink so much tea or Tina Teapot and it has just freaking stuck. Oh, that's People a... like it. That's adorable.
0: It is stuck. I always forget that you're from Norwich as well. She's a proper local girl, aren't you?
1: <gasps> this is why we met up. <laughs> that's right. It's... I commented on I your video. I can't videos. read and I can't write, but I can drive a tractor. A tractor.
0: Like. Yeah, I'm constantly stuck behind <laughs> bloody tractors. That's my whole life. <laughs> Past my house.
1: That is the story of tea teapot.
0: Tea and teapot. So it's just a tea, and and but you're a yes. coffee girl in the morning, aren't you? Like me,
1: I have to have my cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah. That is compulsory. There is no that is a non negotiable. But after that, it's tea, and in the summer, it's peppermint tea. I love and in the winter, tea. We have Yorkshire
0: tea. We just switched from PG to Yorkshire because all the PG tips back they just keep breaking all the time. So we've switched to Yorkshire.
1: I don't know what's going on. The world is not made like it used to be, no. I'll tell you. But that's another
0: road that we could go down <laughs> if we want to. <laughs> Story for another day. Amazing.
1: Yes. All right. Yes. So, listen,
0: you you are, in my humble opinion, you're like my hero because you're a foster carer, and anyone that's a foster carer, in my opinion, is like God. Um, you're a brain tumour survivor. You're a freaking warrior. You're a Norfolk girl. You love horses. You've got a dog. Do you know what I mean? Like you are, as far as I'm concerned about, as idyllic as it gets. So tell us a little bit about all the other stuff, because I know the kids are a massive part of your life, aren't they?
1: Uh, you want to start with fostering let's go for it let's go so about 11 12 years ago my little ones we called them the tiddly's megan and freddie who are 22 and 20 now they were there about 9 10 or 8 they're like mom we want to foster because they'd seen like adverts you know how you hear it on the radio or something or on the bus and they were like we can we foster i'm like no i was single at the time and i didn't think i was good enough you know, because I think there's a lot of self doubt around whether people can foster because you think you've got to be perfect. Yeah. And we now know when we get to a certain age, there is no such thing as being perfect, is there? You know? Um, well, each individual person is perfect in their own way, but we haven't got to be like a certain, you know? Yeah. And um, so for a year or two, I was like, no, 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 no. And then one day they just wore me down. <laughs> They're like, please, mum. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, And I applied, and then it snowballed, and that was it. And it is the singular best thing I have ever done. Oh, I love that. I was thinking, they must have seen something in me that I didn't recognise. And now I just, I love it, I love it, I love it. Don't get me wrong, it can be challenging at times. Mm. But I found what I was put on this planet to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. like,
1: this is why I'm here.
0: It's a calling.
1: Mm. 100%, am I? Kids saw the calling for me, not me. They're much wiser than I am.
0: <laughs> but isn't that always the way? People outside of, you know, the, the people on the outside can see us sometimes a lot more clearly than we can see ourselves and our strengths and all that.
1: Absolutely. It's hard. It, uh, as you'll know, when you start doing TikToks, you get to see what you're like. Yeah. If you bother to edit them, like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like. Well, I'm like, well, why do people follow me? I don't get it, you know, but I love the interaction. Yeah. And it is it is sometimes people outside the box, they can see what you can't see inside. Yeah. How we feel inside is often different to how we portray ourselves to people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you've ever had um, issues with sort of self-confidence or, you know, low self-esteem and things like that, which I sure as hell have. Like And on previous podcasts, I've talked about how badly the bullying affected me and still does, still does. I would love to get my hands on some of those people, just to even just have a chat with them and go, have you got any idea, any comprehension at all how much your words affected me right through to the fact that I'm now 47 and I still remember word for word the things that you called me, you know, and it still affects me. And it affects it goes on to affect your future decisions and your relationships and all those things. I got married because I, I was grateful that he would have me. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's how low it was.
1: Sadly, I feel a lot of women and men, people in general, have that. It's low self-esteem. When a child comes into my care, above and beyond anything else, my role that I've discovered later on in years of fostering is to build their self-confidence and their self-worth.
0: Yeah, and then they hopefully don't make those mistakes going forward. I mean, everyone makes mistakes.
1: For example, my little one, when she first came to us, she was very, we called it her Mr Sneaky. She would do things, you know, pinch things, grab biscuits, go into the toilet, stuff them. She would pinch other children's stuffed food out of their lunchboxes. Right. And so we don't say to them, oh, you're behaving bad. We call it a name and that's a Mr. Sneaky because I don't want to attach the behaviour to her whole being. I'm a very therapeutic, holistic kind of parent sure and and so we called her mr sneaky and so to combat that and she was doing a little bit of bullying herself at school i said right i'm gonna look at this from a therapeutic positive approach so every morning we get up in the morning and i do her hair and while and this is how scales one to ten and everything came about and i look we look in the mirror and i say right tell yourself you love yourself and uh, claire it is so freaking hard to do that yeah look in the mirror and say you know, I love myself, I'm pretty, I'm kind, I'm beautiful. It is so hard. And it takes months and months and months for them to do it. But I guarantee you that if you do this with any children or any person that's lacking in self-esteem, it will literally pay dividends years down the line.
0: Yeah. My mum
1: used to say to me, Tina, look in the mirror and say, you're beautiful. And it's hard. It
0: is the hardest I thing I genuinely could never do that. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, you're getting children to do that. And at 47, I couldn't do that. I just, I.
1: You have to start, start, darling. start now. I just get
0: the giggles and just go no, 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 because it's just I can't, I can't even take a compliment if somebody tells me I look nice. I'm like, and I'm struggling with that with the whole weight loss thing because suddenly everyone has an opinion, don't they?
1: Just it's like you don't your
0: own body. We do. <laughs> I know somebody said to me uh, a couple of days ago, and it was completely innocent, and he didn't mean anything by it. But I was, I'm a big believer in that you can't give offence; you have to take offence. It's not it's not something to be given; it's something that you take. And um, and he's so I'm not offended easily because I choose not to be. Um, but he said, "I uh, guess, God, husband's punching now, isn't he?" And I went, "Yeah, he wasn't when I was fat, though, was he? You know?" And he went, "Oh, no, no, no." And I was like, "Yeah, but think ah. about what you're saying. Do you know what I mean?" When For I.
1: Uh, yeah, psychologist. Yeah, that's a candid compliment.
0: That one. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like sort of a bit of a, a backhanded, you know, like you're now you're a bit thinner. He's punching, but before, yeah, it was about even. I'm <laughs> like rude, <laughs> but that's the whole, you know, low self esteem and putting all your worth on your physical self as opposed to everything else that you can offer the world.
1: Uh, yeah, and I think it's only getting trickier nowadays. Um, I'm, I'm about 10 years older than you, Claire, and there wasn't mobile phones, there wasn't the internet, there wasn't any of that stuff. And it was still hard mm-hmm. for us to deal with our, our whole bodies and our physical beings with all the perfect pictures in magazines and yeah. everything and on the TV. Now, on top of that, We've got the internet, where you can easily edit and do stuff, and everybody's open. So I think it's done one of two things: um, being so accessible globally to people on screen is that there are a lot of people out there trying to keep it real. Yeah, and then that is help, hopefully, combating uh, the the self esteem issue. That I think the whole world has. It's not just women, but I do think it is is. Uh, a lot of the publishing for people are gauging it towards women i mean look at team rh their biggest subscribers are women. So much so that Richie just says, well, sold you, men, I don't care because he makes his money from us women.
0: Mm. Yeah, but I, th- I think it? the pressure is on the boys to look buff. I know a lot of my daughter's friends, she's 16, and a lot of her sort of friends, male friends feel that pressure as well, but I think it is more so for the girls. But I always say to her, look, look if you can't put Beyonce in a magazine without touching her up and making her look more beautiful, then what hope have the rest of us got? And that's why I'll never use a filter on the internet. I, I, yes. I will not ever go on with with bold glamour or foundation no. if I look like shit then I look like shit and I'm okay yes. with that yes. because reality and I, I, I just really believe that women need to stop doing that and going do you know what this is what I look like and that's okay I mean bloody we're on zoom at the moment you can touch yourself you can have white teeth and put fucking weird <laughs> eyes. oh yeah It's so funny when I was doing choirs online during lockdown. This lady had obviously been messing around with the filters, and she had these eyebrows, right? And they were like fake eyebrows, like HD brows. But there was two of them, so she and her husband did the thing together. And they used to jump between her. (laughs) (laughs) I was in pieces, and I'd be like, someone else in the message in the choir messaging me on my on my WhatsApp, going, "Have you seen the eyebrows? I'm like, "Yeah. (laughs)
1: They have their own program.
0: So funny. But yeah, I don't, I just don't believe in filters. And that's, you know, we were saying at the beginning about TikTok and going on there with no makeup on stuff, because that's life. And we've got to teach the youngsters that it's okay to be not perfect.
1: Exactly. But, you know, the thing is, though, we say that phrase all the time, not perfect, but we kind of are perfect as we are. You know, that's the kind of mindset that I feel we need to get out of is that being natural is freaking perfect yeah it's you're how right God made us it's how mother nature made us yeah you know that is perfect that's what we should aspire to i know we all try and make ourselves look better because you know it helps us in a multitude of ways but at the end of the day how we came out in our birthday suits that's perfect mate nothing else
0: completely agree yeah? completely agree so listen you you um. Health-wise, you're good at the moment. You had your MRI fairly recently, yeah, from your brain tumour.
1: Yeah, there's, you know what, I never realised, scan, scan anxiety is a freaking thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't I can't so even true. imagine, I can't even imagine, but wow.
1: Leading up to it, and then my partner, John, he didn't help very much, bless him, because he is my absolute rock, but he was like, oh, Tina, this is the big one, you know? <laughs> like, okay. He's like, no, this is the one, this is the big one, you know, the, the big major one since your surgery. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like, for fact, <laughs> if it's really, if there's growth there, I'm going to be pretty upset. And he's going, it's the big one. And I'm so, so I went to the scan and uh, you go in there, zoom, zoom. It's a freaking nightmare, the MRIs. And uh, there was no growth, which is fantastic. They did say there was residue yeah. because um, they couldn't get it all off. It was on my optic nerve. And you can't literally just, however egotistical and fantastical the surgeons are and think that they can get the entire tumour out, they're never actually going to be able to do that. There will be residue. So, and they informed me that there was no residue. There was no residue. There was no growth, but there was residue. So I was, and they kept me on six monthly rather than yearly, which I'm also really pleased about. Part of you thinks, hmm. Are they worried? Why do they keep you on six monthly? But I'd rather that. And if anything did happen, they're catching it quick. So
0: for sure, for sure. It yeah. sounds like you're in the best best care anyway. So listen, let's get on to the whole flat loss thing, right? Um, right, what was I gonna say? Have you always struggled with your weight? Is it is it something that goes back or is it something fairly recent?
1: No, always. I have, again, with the pressures of society, always thought I was overweight. And, and I think a lot of people do this now. They look back on pictures 10, 20, 30 years ago and go, oh, my God, I was so gorgeous and fit then. And But I know in my head, at that point in time, I thought I was fat. Yeah. You know, I remember I worked in a bar in East London and I used to be the manager there and I was always behind the bar and I got voted Best Bum in East London. Now, this was at a point in time... Quite the
0: accolade. <laughs>
1: I was fat. I was in the paper, they compared me to Tiffany off of EastEnders. Um, because I was running an East End pub, you know, and I was fit. If there was a fight, I didn't need a bouncer, I'd jump over jump over the freaking bar and sort them out, you know. My gym routine would be down in the dray in the the cellar, seeing in all the all the crates coming in and all the barrels. That was a workout itself. Plus, the fact if I'd do like a 12-hour shift walking up and down that bar, you know. Yeah. But I look back and I always thought I was fat. Yeah. You know, there's photos of me and mum on holiday where I thought I was fat. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was so not fat. I was a size 8'10", and I thought I was fat.
0: Yeah. I Yeah, you know? I can relate totally. I I mean, I was always quite a chubby kid, so um, I was always a little bit. Oh. But, you know, I, I remember... I remember looking... You're right, I look back at pictures and go, God, if I'd have just stayed there... And I think what happened with was that because I was bullied for being fat, my mentality went, well, I might as well be fat then... Bring on it's the chocolates. Uh, yeah, all the time. It was horrendous. But yeah, it was, um, I think I got fat because I was like, well, I'm literally, it, it, I'm being bullied for being this thing. I might as well enjoy some chocolate. And then that. that's when it all went a bit wrong. So what, prior to Team H, we'll come on to that, Team H, Team RH, we'll come on to that in a minute. But what, what diets did you do before? What diets did you try? What, what did you do? Everything.
1: Go? There isn't anything I didn't. I think the first time I really thought about dieting, it was, um, uh, Slim Fast. Mm. And I remember I went interrailing around Europe on my own and I took a load of ComPlan. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like Slim Fast, just the powder things. Uh-huh. I took that with me because I thought, oh, I'm going to try and lose weight while I'm out there. You know, no one educated me. No one, you know, because I think back in the day with my mum and my grandma and families, they weren't eating so much processed food and all the crap that we put in it nowadays. So, not, so people were naturally healthy. Uh, mm. And they walked a lot more. They caught buses a lot more. Yeah. You know, it was just a naturally healthier lifestyle. Sure. So I have done um the Slim Fast, the Complans, uh, Weight Watchers. I've done it online. I've done it in meetings. I've done it on an app. I've done Slimming World. Uh, there was another local one that I joined as well. And again, like the Slimming World, I've done it going to the groups. I've done it on the app. Um I have done so much. I've gone to the gym. Mm. Um, got advice from there but then you get a bit nervous you know and I I, there is I can't think of anything that I haven't done that hasn't been successful because I never had an end goal really you know well that's what I was going to
0: ask you actually because I find that quite
1: what I was doing
0: yeah absolutely um did you do you think that you got any sort of disordered eating from it did it get to the point where you were doing things that now you look back with a healthier mindset you think actually that was edging on eating disorder or it was
1: yeah, I never actually thought that at the time. No, me neither. But looking back, I was just so unhealthy and I emotionally ate. Mm. And the more unhealthy you get eating this food, the more fat you get, the more the less self-esteem you have, the more you eat shit food. Yeah. You know? And I would just literally feel like, oh, I would have to nearly starve myself to lose weight. You know, or I'll have a Slim Fast and nothing else. Yep. That day, that would be good. That's good, Tina. Yeah.
0: Know being, it freaking well. Being isn't? good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The
1: mindset, you know, and Team RH, are freaking phenomenal. They need to teach it in school.
0: Yeah, I completely we need to agree.
1: Because I don't feel like the planet is uh, well-equipped enough to teach about protein and nutrition and all this stuff. You need to have a little bit of a certificate and a degree in it to understand it all. I never knew the importance of protein until Team RH. No. At all. And I thought, I'm 55 freaking years old. And I, I did not understand. I thought protein was for bodybuilders. Me That's
0: it. <laughs> it's exactly what I was about to say. I genuinely thought it was for gym, like gym bunnies and great big buff blokes. I didn't, I didn't realise how much it is. And I, I'm now doing a, a, a qualification in it as well, because I'm just so, I find it so interesting. I was like, I'm going to study this because um, I want to. When g-
1: you started, didn't you feel like a little bit of a fraud? I felt a little bit like, oh, I I shouldn't be having protein. Yeah. I'm not fit enough to have. Did you feel like that? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I remember getting the clear way thing and somebody said, you don't need those. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, everyone needs those. Everyone needs, not those necessarily, but everyone needs protein. And if if you are running a bit low and you haven't quite got your quota in, they're a great way of topping it up, particularly in the summer. They're great. They're the clear way things. Um, Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? So like when you did Slimming World and stuff, did you have any success with it or was it just a sort of fleeting on off on off thing?
1: I remember going into Slimming World and weighing everything and it was a great little catch-up with a great bunch of girls. It was lovely.
0: Nice you know? evening out.
1: <laughs> and I used to go there and I'd get weighed and then we'd sit down and then if I'd ever lost a little weight, a little bit of weight, the woman would say to me, oh, Tina, that's brilliant, just do this week what you did last week. Yeah. That was her advice. That was the, Well, that <laughs> was
0: exactly word for word, though, what my Slimming World leader would say. I'm sure they just get trained the same verbatim stuff that they have to say.
1: I'm like oh, okay, and then they would obviously have the table with all their products set up on it, and then and I'd go and buy those because they were magic. Yeah, they were going to make me
0: help me lose weight. And everyone would sit there and eat the entire box because they'd starve themselves all day so that they, when they got on the scales, they didn't weigh anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> Massive queue yeah. for the toilet. There,
1: <laughs> yes, and I remember sitting there looking at the woman, thinking, "You're not particularly fit and." Slim yourself. I I don't get this, but she was lovely. Mm.
0: You know, I know, but I I, I always over my money. I liken this to a you know going to a a guitar teacher that can't play guitar. Like it, you know, if if you're going to teach fat loss, then you need to have done it or know and understand it. You know, I wouldn't expect someone to go for a singing lesson with somebody that was tone deaf. You know, I'm just looking at it from a music point of view because that's my world. But it, it, you just wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't go to somebody that can't speak French for French lessons. So why would you go to somebody that's, like, quite overweight and there doesn't seem to be any rules on that with being a Slimming World consultant? I don't get it. And that was part of the reason I wanted to do this nutrition course before I start taking on clients with my life coaching. Do you see what I mean? So because I didn't want to be 100%. the equivalent of a fat slimming world consultant. Not that like I've got no issue with anyone wants to be whatever size, so long as they're happy. Um, you know, whatever works for you. But I yeah, I, I took issue with that as well. It's bizarre. And 100%. I, I always think that also, if it doesn't work long term, then it doesn't work.
1: It's not going to work. If it doesn't work kind of within a first month, it's not going
0: to. But people say, oh, well, I lost loads of weight with Slimming World, so it does work. And you're like, yeah, but did you keep it off? And they go, no. And you're like, well, then it didn't, did it?
1: And some people have, I'm sure. Some people yeah. out there with Weight Watchers and Slimming World. Yeah. But it's probably coincidental mm. that they just happen to be in the right frame of mind and they're doing the exercise and the weight loss and they're probably doing external stuff to, you know, make sure they're eating within their calories and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, But I think you and I are very similar on TikTok and when we speak to people. We are giving people our experiences. Yeah. We're not um, trying to say, do it like us, you no. know. And I often say, you know, I'm with Team RH. This is my journey. You know, do what works for you
0: sure but
1: for me i've tried so many and it is the singular thing that has worked for me and i don't know if you're the same claire but i don't actually feel like i'm dieting
0: Nope, no do people keep saying oh gosh you're doing so well it must be so hard you've got so much willpower i'm like i'm literally eating loads <laughs> yeah
1: and i don't think it, it's hard in the way that you have to track everything and that gets mundane and boring and i've had days or even weeks where i haven't and i'm like no nope, tina get back in the game because mm. it uh, it starts in your head doesn't it
0: yeah yeah I'm, and, I, yeah, uh, I totally get it. And I know, but I think, to be honest, I when I first started, and my husband was like, "Are you going to be all right with weighing everything on you, you know again?" Because I, I never liked that, and that was one of the reasons I liked Slimming World. yeah, but I, I said I'm not looking at it as a mundane thing. I'm looking at it as an investment. That yep. time is the equivalent of me going to the gym or doing a workout or going for a walk. That is still part of me. It doesn't take long. And the more you do it with my fitness pal, the more it remembers what you've got. You know, every morning, swipe right to add breakfast. I have the same breakfast every day. Yeah. It's so much easier. <laughs> and then I don't have to go through and find everything, and it remembers, doesn't it? And you end up with a pattern, yeah, so it you gets can just quicker. Ding,
1: ding, ding, ding. Basically, I think with me, my lunches are fairly set. You know, my tuna and my 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 thins or whatever bread I choose to use. Um, or, you know, it, it's kind of set in stone. My breakfast is freaking Weetabix crunchy bran with the almonds and the mixed seeds yeah. and the raspberries that, that I'm like, bang, got my fiber. in. I did a TikTok this morning about it, you know? Yeah. I'm like, cause people forget. They're like, oh, she isn't dieting. Yes, I am freaking yeah. dieting. I'm just not publicizing it every single day. Yeah, sure. Um, because it's, I know I don't get bored with it, you know? And that's the thing. The key to it is Richie says, um, Team RH, they say, choose the foods that you like. Yeah. Which obviously makes fricking sense, doesn't it? You know, and that's why you're going to carry on because yeah. you're enjoying it. Exactly. Simple as that.
0: I look forward to my breakfast now. I think having done intermittent fasting for such a long time, like the whole of last year, I did intermittent fasting and I really missed breakfast because of all the de- the bre- meals in the day, breakfast is my favourite. And that was yeah, the one I, I was do missing.
1: Nothing. How's intermittent fasting? Sorry. How did you find intermittent fasting? I just read
0: like a load of books and stuff on it. And I I thought... No, I I mean, how did you enjoy it? it? How did the um, process? Well, it turns out, because they they say, you know, you can eat whatever you want so long as it's in that window. Turns out I can eat a hell of a lot in that window.
1: (laughs) Still intermittent fasting. I've done it. But um, I have thought about it. I might have touched on it once or twice, but I was just like... I can eat my weight in, you know, in food within a few hours. Why? I did not, I just never actually understood
0: that. I think, I think they're very, there is a thing that says if you have, if you struggle with an eating disorder, then intermittent fasting is not for you. And I just sort of glossed over the fact that actually it's only in the last... Twelve months, I've realised how badly disordered my eating was because I was like, "Have you had an eating disorder?" And I'd be like, "No, no, 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 I'm fine." A hundred percent, yes, I did, um, and it's something that I'm working really hard to fix. So, yeah, it, uh, for me, that all that did was perpetuate binging. Yeah because
1: did you binge and then did anything else follow or no 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 i never eating? never
0: never got down um the uh the, the vomiting yeah. stage thank goodness but i did i would i the the capacity to eat crap and it is incredible but that's why i love tmrh so much because i'm not hungry because i'm eating decent food um you're eating lots of protein lots of fiber and because you're changing the swapping that that caloric intake for something that is keeping you full you're then not necessarily craving i hardly ever eat chocolate now i enjoy chocolate and love it
1: but exactly I... with the fibre and the protein you're so satiated yeah. you don't crave those things your body literally is already getting what it needs yeah. and you don't crave the chocolate Sure, you know sometimes I literally I'm like no I don't even want it you know mm. so whereas I could have eaten a whole tub of Quality Street before Christmas yeah. in one
0: day oh, myself easy. easily problem nope, no problem at all you
1: know for the coconut ones I might have left them
0: <laughs> I'd have had them <laughs> The only ones I never got in a Equality Street was a toffee penny. And I still think that they have no business being there. They're not chocolates. They're my favorite. I swear about the toffee penny. But it's a box of chocolates. There's no chocolate on it. <laughs> What's the point? It's a waste of calories. I'll, I'll tell you what, this Christmas, I'll send you the toffee pennies. You send me the coconut. The
1: chocolate,
0: yeah, the coconuts. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a swap. Amazing. Okay, it's awesome. Um, So you've lost 20 pounds so far
1: have indeed yep
0: and have you got a goal weight because this is the thing that I find odd with TBRH is there's no like set a goal set a goal that's not there is it that that whole bit isn't there I'm really
1: pleased it's not there you know why because I think when you're happy you're happy
0: you know
1: and for me I think it's good that they don't say you should be this weight yeah Right. Because you should be the way you want to be when you're healthy and happy. You can't dictate to anybody what weight they should be. So for me personally, I have got my first goal and my first goal and how my whole mindset changed around losing weight even before I found TMRH.
0: Yeah.
1: Was that I what I'd realized with my dieting journey, fat loss journey, whatever it was. I had always had short term goals, you know, it'd be like a couple of weeks and I'd never really put anything in my head properly. So this time I thought, right, I need to do this sensibly, Tina, and I'm going to try and down, um, try and lose pound a week over a year.
0: Yeah.
1: Now I don't know if losing 52 pounds is going to be where I want to be when I get there. I'll make up my mind when I get there. Yeah. So, but my first goal at the moment is a pound a week. Yeah and i know you're kind of and and this is it as well claire everybody has to be able to do this in their own time on their own terms mm. what they're happy with you know you are i feel kind of like double um what i the effort that i'm putting in so i'm not putting in quite as much effort and i'm happy with that mm. you know but you you the way you are doing your weight loss journey you're fully focused on it and I'm kind of half-heartedly focused on it. Mm. But even half-heartedly focused on it, I've lost 20 pounds. It's incredible. You know? Absolutely incredible. So my first goal is to lose 52 pounds by June
0: 2024. I love that we joined at so, the same time as well. It's so lush. I think you were like a week before me, I think. I think you were, what were you, the ninth? Did I Did I have it in my head
1: that you were? I think it's June the 2nd because oh. that is embedded in my head. So maybe a couple of yeah, weeks.
0: Yeah, two weeks. I was the 20th. So, yeah, it's it's lovely that we got that journey together and it's just amazing but you're right I love that everyone can do it at their own speed and you can put in as much or as little as you want but you have to be able to be like you are of a really good mindset and go this is the amount of effort I'm putting in and this is what I'm getting out of it and you're living a life you've been on holiday you're living your best life you're enjoying your food you don't feel deprived you're not hungry Uh and you're still dropping the weight you know a really sustainable way I think it's amazing
1: the biggest improvement i think is the fact that john and the kids say this to me they go Mum, you're so much happier yeah you know and that just speaks volumes they said you're so much more positive about let me go for a walk you know i used to, this is crazy claire i used to say to john i'm a sitter not a walker yeah that you know
0: we all did <laughs>
1: And he'd be like, oh, come on, Ginge, let's go for a walk. And I'd be like, oh, no. You know, now I'm like, yeah, come on, let's go. You know, get my steps in, get my freaking steps in. And so I think that that is a big change.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. I think Team RH, more than anything, um, and this sort of glosses over the other questions I was going to ask you, which is about, you know, what excites you about the future and all this sort of stuff. But I'm fairly sure that we're going down that sort of rope you know rather organically anyway is that it it perpetuates a complete lifestyle change that seems sustainable forever
1: um, 100% this for me isn't just about losing weight no this for me as you said Claire and I think it's the same for you it is a lifestyle change you know I want to be fit I want to be healthy I want to be able when my children have grandkids to play with them Mm. and take them out and do things with them and you know Team RH wants to do the, uh, the importance about building muscle so but not in a Zimmer frame. When you get older, you can actually move, you know. So I, I'm working up to like going to the gym and working out more, like you do. So the muscle is there in my body for when I get older yeah. to help me move.
0: That's a huge part of it for me. Um, I yeah. the the biggest shift I think, from my point of view, is that if I slip up diet wise, I no longer punish myself. Um, I, don't, I don't think, oh, my God, I must claw back. That was the slimming world phrase. I'm going to claw back this week, claw back. That's what everyone used to say, and I'm like, I don't do that anymore. If I fuck up a day, then I fuck up a day. I might try and get a few extra steps in, um, you know, to counterbalance, and I always try and go over my steps. As you know, I'm, I'm a, a big walker, and I'm always out with the dogs. I've already been soaked once today. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, d- I don't yeah, punish myself. Mm, and I don't work out to lose weight that is the biggest shift for me i don't go to the gym to lose weight i don't walk to lose weight i look at that as something that will help me keep the weight off long term but i'm not doing that i'm doing that for health reasons i don't want to be on a zimmer frame like richie said i loved that tiktok that he did about that or whether it was alive i can't remember
1: so many great tiktoks that blow my mind you know about the muscles about protein uh, everything that he says is one hundred percent true, and yeah. it makes sense. Like I've never been educated before. This is the thing, and uh, it, it is about longevity. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel like Team RH is a diet, and there's some people going, "Oh, it's like a cult," and I'm like, "Well, oh, fucking good. It's the best cult I've ever joined." Yeah. You know, because it's about being healthy and <laughs> wanting and wanting to live longer. The world needs to join this cult if it is one, do you know what I mean?
0: A cult that promotes healthiness and happiness. Well, fucking hell. <laughs> How awful.
1: Um, but um, Yeah, I, I, I think... And it also combats mental health. Um, through my fostering and my brain tumour and everything, I um, started a proposal working with the council to try and get our local gyms, Fusion to um, come up with some kind of fostering gym pass. Brilliant. For foster families. And the reason why I did that um, is because the benefits that I have felt since my brain tumour and my recovery through being a little bit healthier, through joining TMRH, losing weight, physically moving more, the benefits that has had on me has been phenomenal. And I feel like it's something when we're dealing with traumatised children um, and... That is really beneficial to them. So, the whole package that Team RH brings is a healthy lifestyle. So, for me, it's not dieting. It's not about the diet. It's about being the best version of you you can be and leading the best life you can. And then, for me, also, it's because I want my children to be proud of me. I want them to look up to me, you know, and go, oh, do you know what? Mum's doing it. Yeah. You know, my son said to me, oh, Mum, not another diet. They never work for you. He's eating his freaking words now. Yeah. He's like, Mum, well done. I and I, I'm like, yes, that is one of the goals that I wanted to achieve. I wanted my children to be proud of me. Yeah. You know, and I think adults should want. We want your children to aspire to be you and then be better than you.
0: Yeah. And and from your point of view, as much as we all want to do that for our own kids, you're doing that for, for you know, for children that have come from really disadvantaged backgrounds as well. So you're teaching them the skills that they need. I am determined that my knowledge that I've gained in the last, you know, five months, I'm going to I'm passing on to my daughter so that she doesn't go down the same route that I did, which is a lifetime a lifetime of dieting and misery and low self-esteem and crying in changing rooms in shops. I, I don't want that for her. So if there's anything that we can do as adults to set a good example to our kids, and that's what I lo- you know, Richie says that all the time. If somebody comes at him in, um, in a TikTok or something, he will then go and look at their profile and be like, you've got kids, you know, stop smoking, get off your ass, do some work, be accountable. It's more education than it is a diet.
1: And that that is the great thing about Team RH is that it is. I feel like I have been educated. What's the saying? Give a man a a fish, he'll eat for a day. Yeah. Teach him how to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. Amazing, So Team RH are teaching us how to frickin' fish. Yeah, Yeah. damn
0: right. (laughs) I love that. Oh, Tina, it's been amazing. Right. So at the end of a uh, a podcast, I like to do a quick fire round right? that you've had no prep for. OK, so it's like it's like that episode of Friends. Say the first thing that comes into your mind. OK, Fire away. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'll, I'll probably put some comedy music over this when I do I'm it later. <laughs> like OK.
1: Hill, do, 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 <laughs>
0: yeah, Yakety Sax. Always my yeah, favourite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. OK, so here, Tina Teapot, brain tumor warrior, foster carer and uh, 20 pound <laughs> loss so far. Team bitty. You are looking fierce. Here comes Your quick fire round This might be a bit crap I do apologise So Number one Favourite month
1: August My birthday
0: August Favourite animal Of course Of course Poor Coco (laughs) Top three people To follow on TikTok
1: You Of course
0: I was going to say You're not (laughs) Team
1: RH Team RH And Soph
0: Yes Yes Love (laughs) her Brilliant. Okay. What's her um, handle?
1: Soph. Okay, that is... Soph, Brilliant. Cheers. Okay.
0: Uh, best fat loss meal. So best meal that you've done, a new meal since you've started Team RH. I actually
1: think I did it last night. It was a linguine with prawns. And uh, you can, it's just very fresh and had garlic in there and prawns. And um, it was just delicious and fresh herbs and spicy so yeah, that one. What was Literally.
0: that calorie-wise? Didn't talk was
1: about that it last night. that was about six hundred and fifteen calories per portion, my portion. Yeah. The kids I dished out, you know. Um, so it depends what your portion is and how much you're weighing out for yourself. Yeah, 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 sure. You know this,
0: yes. Favorite breakfast.
1: Crunchy brownie <laughs> to Bix, almonds, raspberries, almond milk of seeds which be flax seeds and my sesame seeds and there's another one in there that i can't remember but definitely that is my favorite
0: fiber gold bashed one day excellent best Um, word ever your favorite word
1: oh discombobulated (laughs) that is just fantastic it's how i feel half the time i don't know the definition but i feel like i am discombobulated a lot of the time
0: i think it means just a bit out of sorts doesn't it just a bit like yeah 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 that's
1: in my head i yeah there's i have it my it's fun inside here
0: yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) la 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 (laughs) okay most inspiring person could be anyone
1: oh right now i would say my daughter at the moment I am so proud of her and she's inspired me and I just look at her sometimes when I go she's actually just amazing Aww. and incredible and I just think oh god I'm so you know yeah so she is inspiring don't tell her this don't you dare
0: mum's the word <laughs> <laughs> I think that's yeah, absolutely I adorable could,
1: I could pluck somebody you know that everybody loves and that but if I put my hand in my heart Right at this very moment in time, my daughter inspires me. I'm so damn proud of
0: her. Do you ever look at your daughter and go, I made her. I made that.
1: Sometimes (laughs) I think, did I? Because she's just...
0: (laughs) No, but you're amazing too, you see. (gasps) What word do you have trouble pronouncing? Discombobulated. No, you don't. You're very good at that one. Who do you text the most? Uh, Johnny. Uh, Who's your hero? Johnny. Oh, Oh, you're adorable. You're utterly adorable. He
1: is amazing.
0: That's so lush. Best quote you ever heard?
1: Oh, it's nice to be nice. It's also my family motto.
0: It's nice to be nice. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Okay, last one. Top piece of advice for a happy life?
1: Get up every morning and make your frickin' bed.
0: Ah, yes. You know, <laughs> just just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I love that. Tina, thank you so much for coming on my tiny little podcast. I love you. It's been amazing. I always have love love having a chat with you. And we're gonna to get together next summer, aren't we? We are indeed. i want gonna come
1: down and say hello.
0: We're gonna have the Before year. we meet
1: somewhere in the middle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well if you come and see your mum, you know where I am now so. But um yeah, yeah we'll get together and have the year on photo and see what the difference it is worked. from yes. last year. I
1: think that's because we were planning on meeting in Christmas, weren't we? But I think a year. So June the 2nd for me and your June the what? Where did you start? 20th. 20th. Yeah. So let's meet in the middle.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So somewhere in the middle of June we'll get together and we'll have the, yeah. uh, the year-on photo.
1: <laughs> I think that's a great thing to do. Excellent. Definitely, definitely, definitely.
0: So. You are amazing. Follow Tina Teapot on TikTok. She's fabulous. And Instagram and, and everything else. <laughs> You're fabulous. And I'm so, so glad that we met in the most bizarre way ever.
1: I am. I know. It's because you live next to Raw.
0: Dinosaur yes. <laughs> park. Very near there, yeah. Don't tell anyone the actual address. <laughs> I shan't.
1: She lives with the Tyrannosaurus, teris- re- that's what I can't pronounce. There you but go. That one- T-Rex, she lives with them
0: I do, yes, there's a few of them around Anyway, you've been an absolute joy I'm going to edit this together into something approximating a podcast And I will love you and leave you there And press stop And thank you so much
1: Thank you, but you make sure I can share some of these on TikTok as
0: well I will, I will
1: I have a proper, not this wasn't a proper catch up But when it's off screen we should just have a catch up
0: Definitely, definitely, I'm just going to press stop now Thank Thank you, enjoy the rest of your day You too feel free to come follow me on TikTok. You can reach me there at Claire's Team RH Journey. I hope to see you soon.